We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Instead of it being day 100 of the lockout, it is day one of spring training. And boy, does it feel good to say that. Pandemic is not a word to use lightly. Said the World Health Organization. This is the second anniversary in our 88 seconds in sound. On the second anniversary of COVID being declared a pandemic in the tri-state. It's like a Stephen King. You know, you see everybody with masks and gloves and, you know, you're thinking like it's a movie out there. A look back and ahead. I'm Marla Diamond in Midtown. New high-tech scanners could replace metal detectors in New York City schools. I'm Sean Adams in the Bronx. And as the war rages in Ukraine, we have an update on the little girl who sang Let It Go in a bomb shelter. This is Friday morning, March 11th. I'm Paul Murdane. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Craig Allen says watch out some... Wintry weather is coming in. Winter is not done yet. We could have two, four inches plus of snow over the weekend. It seems COVID is behind us here in the U.S., but 9 million people in China are under a new lockdown today as Omicron cases rise. People in Changchung are required to remain home until further notice. Only one person per family is allowed to go out and buy food and necessities every two days. Boy, it brings back bad memories for Americans, but as COVID metrics drop here and the mandates go away, there is a feeling the pandemic is over. Some say not so fast. It was two years ago today a pandemic was declared by the World Health Organization, and Marla Diamond is in Midtown now to report on why the WHO is still urging caution. Marla. Well, the WHO that was slow to declare the pandemic in 2020 is still urging caution, saying that many countries are being too quick to declare the pandemic over and let down their guard. We remember to the first person to be officially diagnosed, it was a healthcare worker in New York City who had traveled to Iran. A containment zone had already been set up in New Rochelle by now after a super spreader event there. It was a time of uncertainty and fear. Of course, you go on the on the train, it's like a Stephen King novel. It's like a Stephen King, you know, you see everybody with masks and gloves and you know, you're thinking like it's a movie out there. It's crazy. There were 50 deaths a day then, but come April, there would be 800 a day. A hospital was set up in Central Park. But then came the vaccine, and there was reason for hope. 
Then again came the Delta and the Omicron variants, which caused further shutdowns. Now the WHO, an arm of the UN, who always tends to move cautiously and methodically, says that there are 200 member countries still to contain the virus through testing, contact tracing, and isolation of those who might be affected. And they say it is not time to let our guard down. Wayne and Paul? Marla Diamond this morning on the story. And Marla, baseball goes from pause to play today. With the lockout over, players can finally start training. Brad Heller is here with all that that entails, Brad. And Paul, it's almost hard to believe the Yankees last night tweeted out a picture of the equipment truck getting loaded up for the trip to Tampa and spring training officially starts today. Players can begin reporting. The CBA is official. And Remember how crazy free agency was right before the lockout? Well, that's what it's going to be now. And then some names like Chris Bryant, Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa, Clayton Kershaw, they're still out there. The Yankees were very, very quiet before the lockout, so they have some needs to take care of, like who's going to play shortstop. Freddie Freeman's been mentioned for them. What about the Mets? Are they going to add more pitching? How's Jacob DeGrom's elbow? These are baseball questions that we can now Really focus on opening day Thursday, April 7th. The Mets will be in Washington that night. The Yankees will host the Red Sox. And I think you can speak for everyone, guys, when it's really, really nice to say play ball. Boy, it sure is. Thank you, Brad Heller, for the update on that. New York City is testing technology that promises to find guns and knives before they can be used in crimes. Sean Adams joins us now from Jacoby Medical Center in the Bronx, site of a recent shooting. Sean, they're trying it out there first. This is uh, the reason why, you know, metal detectors are, they're old school. Uh, you know, Mayor Adams wants, he wants the next generation of weapon detection in New York City schools. So there's a unit being tested here at Jacoby. Uh, it's made by a company called Evolve Technology. It uses millimeter wave scanning, scanners, and artificial intelligence to identify weapons hidden underneath clothing. Uh, basically, all you have to do is just walk between two columns and those scanners look for an anomalies. Ray Shi with the New York New York uh, Civil Liberties Union says uh, they're concerned here about a couple of things, privacy and the potential for bias. It's clear that right now, schools that have students who are wealthier or are majority white don't have to go through these same screening procedures. The mayor says this technology is humane. It's less invasive. There's no wand, no pat down, no reason to empty your pockets or your bag. You just walk through these two columns nice and easy. Uh, such scanners are already in use at stadiums, casinos, and major museums. Paul, wait. Sean Adams this morning on the story on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. To the WCBS Weather Center, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here with one more nice day, Craig. One more, and that's today, and then after that, it's a weekend filled with different kinds of weather. Sunny much of the day today, increasing clouds later, highs up around or a little over 50. Rain gets going tonight and into the morning hours, 40 to 45, 35 to 40 inland. Now, the rain will be heavy at times for Saturday, the first half of the day, but by, by uh, about 10, 11, 12 or so, it's going to mix with sleet and change over to snow in our northern and western suburbs first and then make its way on down towards the coast. It will likely change over to snow in all areas before it comes to an end Saturday evening. So what we're thinking here 
is as the temperature drops from 45 to 50, obviously roads stay wet. But once it gets below freezing towards the end of the storm, even the roads could get very, very slippery. And in terms of snowfall amounts before the storm ends, it would be anywhere from a coating to a couple inches on the colder surfaces, especially for the city and for the coastal areas. Two to four inches inland, very similar to the last storm, but this time four inches plus for the highest elevations. And there's a winter storm warning for the potential of uh, six to 12 inches of snow for the ski areas, the ski resorts, the Poconos, the Catskills, and on up into New York State and New England. Sunday will turn out to be a dry day, but very windy and cold, 35 to 40 degrees. Right now in the city, 41, humidity, 48%. And we've been focused so much on the images of war, but if you listen closely, there is uh, the sound of it as well, isn't there? Former WCBS anchor Jeff Kaplan now reporting for KSL in Salt Lake City, sent us an audio essay on the role of music in war, including in this war. Listen to this little girl. She must be seven. She's inside a bomb shelter in Kiev and starts singing Let It Go from Frozen. It's heart-wrenching. This video went viral around the world. Idina Menzel tweeted back, we see you. We really, really see you. Because music helps people cope, especially in wartime. Some songs are associated with specific wars. You hear this song, you immediately think World War II. Right? He was a famous trumpet man from all Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could There was play. no single song associated with Vietnam. It was an entire playlist. This song is on it. Right now in the port city of Odessa, to keep the Ukrainian citizen soldiers thinking positive, the Odessa Opera House is blaring this from the loudspeakers outside. Music helps people cope with hardship. It might be hard to believe, but there's even a song from the failed Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. It's from the end of the war when Russia gave up. This song is called We Are Leaving. And speaking of leaving, that little girl in the bomb shelter singing Let It Go, she made it out of Ukraine. She's now safe in Poland. You know, it does help, you know, in stressful times, whether it's war or anything else, stress is big or small. Music helps. Thank you, Jeff Kaplan. On the Friday Morning News Roundup, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernain with your three things to know as we wrap up the week. Satellite photos show a massive Russian convoy north of Kiev has been mired for over a week and is now split up and has fanned out into towns, into forests, with artillery pieces moving into firing positions. Number two, a mile of pavement in Michigan is being wired with chargers to refill the batteries of electric vehicles without the EVs having to stop and plug in. Coils embedded in the pavement send magnetic frequencies to a charging pad under Underneath specially equipped vehicles. And three, because the price of oil fell again yesterday, Joe Connolly is reporting on this this morning. He thinks it's because prices are so high we may start using less, and that's why prices are dropping. And more from Joe throughout the morning. Up next, our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for this date, March 11th, starting with one year ago. 
2021, the sex harassment case against Governor Cuomo went to a new level. There's now a case of sexual assault. The Albany Times Union detailing the claims of the sixth woman who came forward a day earlier. She had been called to the mansion under the apparent pretext of having her assist the governor with a technical issue involving his mobile phone. Assemblyman Ron Kim tells WCBS reporter Mac Rosenberg Cuomo needs to go. It's absolutely disgusting, Mac, and I can't believe this man is still in office. A vocal group of mostly progressive Democrats has called for the governor to resign or to be impeached. Marla, what's the reaction from the governor? He denied the report. He says he is confident in the result of the attorney general's report. And now a year later, Cuomo is taking out ads to defend his name after resigning from office. Pandemic is not a word to use lightly. In 2020, the first ever pandemic from a coronavirus is declared by the World Health Organization. We're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction. This was the date the NBA suspended its season. 2002, the first tribute in light from Ground Zero, a temporary memorial that seems to have become permanent. Producer Michael Ahern told the New York Times. I do know that in a heartbeat, you can change people's mood if you change the lighting. 2003, France criticizes the U.S. invasion of Iraq, and some U.S. restaurants serve up a side of snark. We decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change our French fries to freedom fries. 2013, sugary drink consumption is a key driver of the obesity epidemic in our city and across the United States. Mayor Bloomberg vows to fight on after a judge strikes down his first-in-the-nation ban on big sugary drinks. But did you know Coke, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper Snapple Group voluntarily pledged to reduce U.S. calorie consumption in sugary drinks 20% by 2025? So Mayor Mike's ban did have some fizz to it. This is March 11th. And that's the morning news roundup for your Friday. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.